Hello, and welcome to Doom to Repeat It, the show where we talk about events of the day and realize that all of this has happened before, and God help us, it's all just going to keep happening. On that bright note, <laughs> I'm Charlie Hamlin, uh, esteemed person of interest. I'm Jesse Forrester. I have no credentials and uh, am okay at research, so that's why I'm here. You've got all these notes. I've got notes. <laughs> I've got so many notes. You've put so much work into this and the rest of us. I'm Adam Gaddy. I'm a uh, super spy, but I don't get paid for it. And I will be who's lining anyway this entire <laughs> But yeah, so this is a little history show where we're going to talk about... Uh, you know, news stories just kind of grabbed out of the ether and relate them to history and uh, kind of reveal the secrets of the past and how you know, all this shit is just a repeating cycle. So this week's topic was actually suggested by our friend Cedric, who will at some point pop into this podcast, but not today. Uh, <laughs> he sent us an article about 3D printing guns is now becoming legalized. For a long time, it's it's been illegal to 3D print guns. I'm not really sure how they regulate that at all. Because yeah. uh, they can't really end up busting into people's houses and going, Hey, I know what that plastic piece of crap you're printing is. It's a gun. Like That's yeah. not going to happen. But this week's topic is legalization of weapons and, and 3D printing technology and how that affects the rest of the world and historically what kind of similar events have occurred or inventions have come come around that people get up in arms about so do they just add gunpowder or to the, to the, to to the, the guns gun? yeah to uh, the guns. well to, to give some background i i do a fair amount of 3d printing so i'm not the expert here because i don't like market 3D printing, but let's be I honest, you're the closest thing to 3D printing expert at this so, table. <laughs> honestly, the price of a good enough 3D printer to 3D print parts to a gun that will continuously work through more than like one bullet, mm -hmm. most people can't afford it. It would be easier as a criminal if you're a criminal if you're going to commit a crime with a gun you would have an easier time stealing a gun than <laughs> finding a 3D printer, finding the code to send to the 3D printer to print the gun you have, and then you still have to buy some metal parts because you can't just fire gunpowder and stuff through plastic. Like, there's still some parts that have to be added into this. Uh, printing the gun, which, if you're making something quality, is going to take days yeah, right. at least. Uh and then putting it together, and then going and shooting someone or yeah. something. Like, nope. it's a lot of work. Nobody's going to walk into the bedroom and, oh, Johnny's cheating on me. You stay right there and run back <laughs> to the shop and for like yeah. 40 hours. There, there are not going to be crimes of passion with 3D right. printed right. guns. Uh, how long would you say a small pistol would take to, to print? It kind of depends on the materials you're doing it with. Like, the cheap materials you can buy right now to 3D print would be like PLA and ABS. Sure, you could probably print 
on a high-end high end 3D printer that is known for quality, uh, you could probably do it in a day if you had a big enough print bed. Right. But the people who have the money to buy that type of printer are doing like mass manufacturing and, and things like that. And even then, right. there are cheaper ways. Um, I don't know what the manufacturing method is called, but where they have like a mold and they like vacuum it. Like, right. That would be a cheaper way to do this than to <laughs> 3D print, and it would take a quarter of the time. Yeah. And, and even as you said, it would still have to be put together. You can't just print a functioning gun. Yeah. That. So no, like you have to be... buy other parts for it. You can't right. just have a gun made out of all plastic parts. Like there still has to be some other mechanisms in there. Right, right. I mean, you almost um, have to have a metal barrel. Yeah, the metal barrel. I would imagine right. the hammer. Yeah. That actually... Maybe not. Maybe not. There are materials you could print with that might be strong enough. But if you tried to print all of the other parts with just PLA, ABS, plastics, right. like they're not going to last through that many Yeah, the first time shots. you shot it, it would explode. Yeah, like I, I would feel extremely uncomfortable. It would be like, like the early days of guns or something like that. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, I might shoot my eye out because this isn't quite loaded properly. Like where they have like the stick and they're pushing the powder in there. We like, don't know how much gunpowder to pour down this. So yeah, how well, that is. I do not have the confidence in 3D printing technology to go fire a weapon that I printed off mean? my printer. No matter how many times I've seen videos of like, oh, this file works perfectly. Like, no, my printer would screw that up in some way and I would lose like half my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would be the, the, the benefit of, of doing this? I mean, why? Obviously they fought to get it legalized. Um, Somebody had to. Because as the technology gets easier and quicker, just like a regular printer, like color printers back in the late 80s, early 90s were big and bulky and took forever. Mm -hmm. But they're super fast now. Eventually, right. 3D printing will get to that point. It may be not using the materials we have right now, but as the technology evolves, it will get faster, and it will get to the point that you could reasonably print any household object. Right. Hmm. Uh, like a replicator. Like a replicator. A oh, lot like a replicator. Pretty dang cool. Um, <laughs> Honestly, I think some of the legalization issues, and I don't have proof of this, I, this is just my own bullshit theory, I don't think gun manufacturers want people to be able to print their own guns. Oh, hell yeah. no. no. Hell no. There, there's too much money to be lost. There's a massive exactly. manufacturing job loss that is coming up as 3D printing technology becomes more viable. There's, there's going to be just a lot of factory jobs going away. Yeah. Right. Like I don't need somebody good example, D and D miniatures. Yeah. I don't need somebody to print that and I go to the store and buy it if I can just do it in my house. Right. Right. <laughs> That's one of the cats making their presence known. Yeah, we do not have a studio, so uh <laughs> if you hear the sound of of elephants like tromping around <laughs> in the background. We'll try to crop that out, but uh, it's cats. I didn't my, know you really had that big of feet. <laughs> I mean, the cat, my cat weighs 17 pounds. He's massive. Um, he's not fat. He's just half Maine Coon. So right, it it's 
it's just a noise that happens. So let's get started on our actual story. So each week, each of us is going to bring a different tale from history or a historical uh, legal discussions or right. whatever, something specific. S- that relates to the topic at hand. Yes, and and sometimes it's going to be real obvious how it relates. Like, I'm sure Charlie and Adams, from what I've heard, is we, we don't know each other's stories, uh, is very directly related. Uh, mine's a little tangential, but... Oh, mine's tangential. Okay, 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 okay. Cool. So, <coughs> so, you, so you mentioned that you wouldn't feel super comfortable firing a gun made out of plastic. Right. How would you feel about firing a gun... That was basically a bamboo tube strapped to the end of a spear. I'm not good with that. Because... Like any 4th of July weekend in uh, South Carolina. Exactly. Like (laughs) a Roman candle. Well, that was the first gun. The first gun was the Chinese fire lance. Uh, The early evidence of it is from 950, the 10th century. So we've had almost a thousand years of shooting people across the street. (laughs) Everything's made in China. Well, they discovered gunpowder really early, and they figured out that, you know, besides just pouring it in a bag and lighting it on fire and throwing it at people, that you could put it in a bamboo tube and use the ancient Chinese equivalent of duct tape and strap it to a spear. And since it, at the beginning, was just powder, pretty much, and a match, it was a flamethrower on the end of a spear. And I have a visual reference for everyone playing at home. This is what it looked like. So it was literally a spear and you would strap the tube to the end of it, light it. I mean, it's exactly what you described. Yeah. It's a spear. It's a spear with a firecracker on it. Yeah, with a Roman candle strapped to it. Yeah, yeah like, like Adam said, I, I would not be surprised to see this on literally any weekend here in the <laughs> <laughs> Right. I could imagine some guy just walking down like Atlanta Road with the spear yeah. with this on going, just like a, a parade leader. <laughs> right. It was very short range. Uh, the first ones were just, I mean, it was literally just you were stabbing and blowing them up at the same time. Yeah, it was kind yeah. of a shock frontline weapon. Yeah, you right. had to be on um, the eventually, they replaced the bamboo barrel, because, you know, you, you used it once and then had to throw it away, <laughs> with a metal barrel, so they could strap it to different spears. And eventually, they just lost the spear tip, because <laughs> what do you need a spear tip for when you've got a, a flamethrower? And eventually, they started putting river rocks and pieces of porcelain in there Ooh. too with some wadding to make a shrapnel a, a shrapnel <laughs> a shotgun flamethrower spear because they were real overachievers and this is what humans do this is this is what we figure how can out. we cut yeah. other humans open yes i want to kill those people over there how can i do it from right here I don't want to go over there because they might stab me. So I want to be right here. So this changed, I mean, this changed siege warfare. I mean, you'd have attackers climbing up over the walls and they would station just racks of these things on the city walls. So if people started trying to climb and stuff, you'd just grab a, you'd just grab a spear, stick the barrel in the guy's face and light it. (laughs) And then wait two or three minutes as you both 
watch watch the match burn down. Yeah. Like, so, oh, I didn't I didn't think this through. Like I'm sure there were some real mistimed uh, events there where they would blow themselves up with it. Again, the problems with crimes of passion. Right? In the early versions of technology. Yeah, like like I just I just found her cheating with Guangdo. I'm gonna run to the city square and I'm gonna grab an eight foot lance with a metal barrel on the end of it, and I'm gonna run back to my house and shoot them both eventually. I'm gonna shoot somebody and then eventually if I have the right components, I'm gonna shoot somebody else. But uh yeah, they first came out uh they were actually first mentioned in writing in 1044, before that it was just uh, like this picture here I've shown you guys. It was just scroll work and cave paintings, literal cave paintings of guns, because that's what a big difference they make on the world. Then in 1044, uh, in the Wuxing Zhangyao, the complete essentials for military uh, classics from the Northern Song Dynasty in the 1100s, was when it first appeared in military, and then finally in the 1100s, it started getting military use in warfare. Oh. So, I mean, from there it spread to Europe and to the Middle East, and eventually they got the bright idea, we don't even need the sticks anymore. We, we don't need, you don't need to like point it far away. We just got these metal barrels. So it's it's literally like just a piece of pipe it's with a, a stick, and it's that's a small a, cannon. It's, it's a, a hand yeah. cannon. It's a literal hand cannon, and those <laughs> were the first pistols. Those were the and and from there we get matchlocks and flintlocks and all of that. It's it's the forebear of all these wonderful guns that people love so much. Uh, China China is real good about inventing weapons that other civilizations <laughs> use. 200 years later. Yep. Well, it's interesting that the British actually kind of reversed the, the idea <laughs> of it. <laughs> and yeah, they put the bayonet on yeah. the front of their guns right. and, and switched the idea around. And they got very famous for that oh, yeah. bayonet. Yeah. It was yeah. quite feared. It was, it was real useful. Well, kind of segueing into mine, mm -hmm. I have my topic on uh, trebuchets, which I'll, I'll get into how that's related in a second. But Trebuchets originally came from China as well. And they were doing like gunpowder and stuff and had like stopped doing trebuchets. Europe did kind of perfect the counterweight trebuchet, but mm -hmm. the, the concept did start in China. But it wasn't until the 1200s that, that England was like, oh, look at this gunpowder thing. Let's make more stuff with gunpowder. And then eventually trebuchets made their way out because why would you need that when you have cannons? Right, right. So I want to talk about a very specific trebuchet. Okay. Uh, now, the way this kind of relates for me is 3D printing is not a accessible thing to like poor people or yeah. even lower middle class. or Like it's not... It's getting cheaper. Like, I mean, I can afford it now. Yeah. But uh, for, like, really high-end 3D printers, it's still very unaffordable. And only, like, kind of the rich can really dive into to these, to this technology. And it's still and true it's, today. Yeah, yeah it's, it's still growing. 
Mm -hmm. um, there's still a lot of weird stuff with 3D printing that still needs to work be worked out. Uh, you have to have some tech knowledge to do it. Uh, so when we're talking about weapons and 3D printing, like you're really just worried about rich, crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> so right. I want to talk about King Edward the First. Either you know his Edward the Long Shanks. Yes. Ah, yes. This is the man who who killed William Wallace. Yep. Uh, <laughs> now, Braveheart was not a very accurate movie. I, I, I get that. Blasphemy. However, the death scene of William Wallace yeah. wasn't accurate enough. Yeah. Right. Like, there's shit they left out. This is just to paint a picture of what a crazy rich person King Edward was. He... Hanged William Wallace till he was almost dead, but mm -hmm. not dead. Cut his dick off. Mm -hmm. Disemboweled him and burned his entrails while he was alive. Mm -hmm. Then cut his head off and quartered his body and sent it to a bunch of different castles. One of those castles was Stirling Castle, which mm -hmm. Edward sieged the mm. year before. We're going to talk about the siege of Stirling Castle. Okay. Because it's fucking great. At that time, trebuchets were a big, cool thing in Europe and in England. Everybody had a trebuchet. They had little trebuchets. They had big trebuchets. It was a popular design. Everybody was building trebuchets. So, like, every castle had one. So, they're kind of like catapults, just a different design? The trebuchet? Or am I thinking of something entirely I've different? I've never seen I, I, uh, I'm going to advise you to not... <laughs> refer to catapults and trebuchets as even close to being similar. Well, more for the, the listeners, since some people might not make that distinction. Okay. Catapults are not as powerful as trebuchets. A trebuchet can sling like a 300-pound boulder like 300 yards or something like that, whereas a catapult's range is something like 50 yards. It's, right. It's A catapult is a really crappy version of a trebuchet. <laughs> I don't know what else to compare it to. Like, a paper printer and a 3D printer. Like, they are different things. Right. Trebuchets are cool. Catapults are lame. There's a whole subreddit <laughs> on Reddit about yeah, this if right. you really want to go research it. No, I, I fully believe so you. So I probably have some facts wrong, and I'm going to have somebody like, that's not true. That's <laughs> that's this thing. Uh, whatever. Anyways, <laughs> Edward I, crazy person. Uh, the year before, he caught William Wallace and killed him. He went to... A siege, Sterling Castle. Mm -hmm. This lasted for months. Uh, they didn't want to leave. Edward was like, you just need to give up and leave and I'll I'll take over the castle. And they're like, no, screw you, we're staying. So they all have, they have some trebuchets out there, really standard size. And gunpowder starting to make its way to be this more common thing, but not enough to like, get on cannons or anything. Right. So Edward I is like, we just need to knock all these walls down. Uh, just, just, just knock all the walls yeah, down. And, no big and deal. To like, if you look at pictures of Stirling Castle, it's kind of up, mm -hmm. like up on a hill. So it's not like a flat land where like Edward and his troops are sitting right outside the castle walls. Yeah. Like there's a distance there. You can't really see mm. going uphill very yeah. well. So, so the Scots actually have a really good place to stand. Mm -hmm. So Edward's like, I'm going to build the biggest trebuchet that ever lived. <laughs> and I'm going to name it War Wolf. <laughs> he named it. He wow. named it 
I don't know if he, somebody in his entourage named this trebuchet Warwolf. 30 carts of parts. That rhymes weird, but. Uh, so 30 carts filled with like parts to build this trebuchet are trucked in to the land that they're, they're camped out in around right. the Sterling Castle. They build this thing over like, Three months. Oh my wow. god. It takes three. The Scots are watching it get built. There starts to be rumors throughout England about this giant trebuchet Edward is building. <laughs> People start coming in to visit to be like, oh, what's what's happening with this? Edward is such a freaking nut job. He builds a tower for his wife to watch the trebuchet in action. Wow. So she's safe away from the rest of it. Did she get to pull the lever? No! Oh. <laughs> no! She, she's irrelevant. Um, I mean, according to Braveheart, she was screwing Braveheart, so... Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that just kind of gives you an idea of the craziness of this man. So he, he, he built up this, this giant trebuchet. It's something like six stories tall. It's ridiculously huge. It has a counterweight that enables it to hurl 300 pounds of shit like enough distance to 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 hit the castle. Oh my god. So he hasn't used it yet. The Scots look out there and see this finish thing. They're like, "Hey, uh white flag. We give up. We're we, <laughs> You win, we'll leave." And there is some argument as to whether that was actually because they saw this trebuchet or they were starting to starve to death. Right, right. Um, but either way, they Edward would not accept their surrender because he's like, I want to use my brand new toy because I'm a crazy yeah. rich person. So he says, screw you guys. And he slings, <laughs> he uses Warwolf to sling two boulders into Sterling Castle and it knocks walls down. It kills a bunch of people. In a very odd act of, of uh, grace, he lets like 20 people live. He still puts all the soldiers and stuff in prison forever right. and like, draws and quarters one guy out in front of the castle. Oh, yeah, sure. As you do. Yes. But, uh, yeah, just... That's super cool. Crazy people <laughs> with money that just want to kill everyone. Uh, it's not necessarily the best thing. No. So, like, in some ways, I kind of get being like, yeah, maybe we shouldn't 3D print guns. Yeah. Because... Who's going to be doing it? Let's be yeah. real here. Who's crazy gonna be rich doing, people. Yeah, crazy rich people are going to be the ones yeah. 3D printing weapons. The same guys that own way too many guns. <laughs> right. Like they already have way, 40 guns. Yeah, They're like, way <laughs> too many guns. So yeah, Warwolf... Uh, That's rad. Yeah. Didn't really get used again. What? Because gunpowder was a thing. Oh my god. And so like within a few decades they all had guns Ugh. so the, the trebuchet by the time War, werewolf was built was kind of on the way out no that's not uncommon throughout history though because like some of the larger more well-known weapons weren't used too well like uh the german battleship bismarck yeah, yeah. Right? the atomic bomb was used twice the uh, uh what that uh what what was that gun the, the was it the russians or the germans had on the rail it was just a train that oh, was just it was a, a german 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 yeah. yeah. big, big bertha yeah. yeah the gun on the rail and i don't think they ever used it because it uh, was just so unwieldy yeah because it took i forget how many hundred to no the russians had the sar bomba 
I had which was that. which was like a it was like a a, a one hundred kiloton like nuclear warhead like they lit it off oh. in Siberia and it it, it was ridiculous. But it was like the biggest bomb ever. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Oh, so, so my turn now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so I'm doing my own the 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 old west, the American old west, which after after the Civil War, when America started expanding out to mm-hmm. California and so on. So, as everybody knows, if you've seen any spaghetti western or whatnot, ninety nine percent of anybody had a gun on their hip. Right. Yeah. And these uh, pistols were not hard to get. You could get one at a general store and whatnot. They at were, a ge- yeah. like, like you could like go down. Like a CVS? Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, at Walgreens. <laughs> yeah. I like Walgreens. <laughs> it was that time of the era, like, I would like some cocaine and a gun, please. Oh, yeah. You, uh, the normal order of flour and ammo and a rifle. <laughs> so, yeah, you could go to a general store and pick up a, a weapon. Now, a lot of the towns out west actually had a law you could own a gun that was never a problem you couldn't carry in town so you had to a lot of times go to the sheriff's office and turn your gun in and he would really? give you he would give you a token much like uh, your valet parking <laughs> you turn your coat in at a restaurant they would give you a, a, a i think that's still a thing a, in texas somewhere probably <laughs> is. and uh but as you know, in certain towns like um, like Tombstone, the OK right. Corral shootout was because uh, from the Wyatts, who were the, the law at that point in time, point of view, the uh, the Cowboys, um, had, the, yes, the Clintons, uh, had guns in town. So that's yep. why they went over there to, to, uh, to arrest them and then crap hit the fan. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <clears throat> So it's not always the rich, but it's the ubiquity of having right firearms all over the place. Right, because back then, uh, most people, most of your families had guns, and they used them primarily, primarily, for food or hunting. Because you weren't always in a town, you right? Were traveling or yeah. trying to get there, your wagon trains. So you had to watch out, protect from bandits, hostile Native Americans, uh, wildlife. Yep, Mormons. No, uh, <laughs> uh, they're everywhere out there. Yeah, just they're, they're running everywhere. around. Um, <laughs> kill the shit. So a lot of too. your younger children knew how to fire a firearm, and mm. it was, but they were taught why. Right. They well, were, back then it was more of a tool, whereas, exactly. whereas today it's more of a toy. Exactly. So, and that evolved. Didn't really change much into the nineteen twenties, where you could actually pick up an automatic. Tommy gun in a drugstore. What? Really? Yes. What? Yes. So I could I, I could go down to Rite Aid and buy a violin case you, and you actually, you actually <laughs> no you could. can buy music music instruments. Oh, just, oh okay. Just guns. Okay. Yes, with the actual round. <laughs> wow. Clip with that the fired thirty some odd bullets. Oh my god! Really? It wasn't like today where you could only have so much in a clip without. Do you still have gun ballet like at fancy 1920s? <laughs> <laughs> no, like, they, here's, here's my fur coat. They, they walked those right into the speaker. <laughs> yeah. That was that was not You're not taking my piece, she. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, then it was later on. I was like, oh, we, we might need to regulate some of this stuff. <laughs> what I find interesting is that they already had regulations in the old west. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. they already had a thing where they're like, hey, please don't walk through our town carrying a gun. Right. right. Like, that's not like, the, the movies don't portray that at no, all. They no, make it look no. like everybody's just walking around with right. two side pistols, just yep. pew, pew, pew. Yeah, well, I mean, gun like gun duels in the middle of the street that we that, all grew up seeing yeah, never happened. Ever happened. Yeah, like, super rare that that yeah. ever happened. Yeah. Like, the gunfight at the OK Corral, like you were talking about, took like a total of like, what was it? 13 seconds. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like 13 seconds. It but was it was ridiculous. such a big deal, they talked about it for centuries. Well, well, like six guys were shooting up the middle of the town. It'd, yeah. be like, it'd be like people like opening fire with shotguns and pistols in Mar- Marietta Square. Like, yeah, it, it was quite the big deal at the yeah, time. Like, <laughs> yeah, but it's just really, I, th- I think the whole fact that like there was regulation then. Yeah. It's really interesting that it was such a rare occurrence that there would be a gunfight in town because they would collect the guns. It's a huge story. Yeah. Even now, because it never happened. It wasn't a. It wasn't something that happened every day. Whereas no. in media, we we have the old west portrayed as like every day was a gun shootout and there were yeah, bandits everywhere and, and it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, so I, that's that's interesting. I imagine that the guns were mostly just used for hunting and I mean self defense. Well, I mean, most, yeah. most people that settled out there were settling on like farmland. Right. Like they were, yeah. they had a ranch or something. So between bears and coyotes, because they were, there were a, there was a lot more wildlife in the right. West so. before we all got there. <laughs> yeah, it, it was <laughs> with the our wild, guns. Yeah, with our guns. Yeah, <laughs> it was called the Wild West. And right. The, and actually, the era only took place for about ten years. Yeah, really? yeah. I thought that was a huge part of American history. Yeah, it was just in that section of the country lasted ten years until we actually started settling further mm-hmm. out and started building cities and whatnot. Yeah, once I mean, once we started civilizing, we civilized the shit out of all of it. <laughs> and they were mostly after gold. Yeah, for the most part. Most well, well, I mean, to... I mean, I gotta say, if I were traveling across the country and I got to the coast of California. And saw how beautiful it is out there. I'd be like, "Yeah, we live here now." Yeah, yeah, I'm staying. Yeah, I'm no, not going back over those I'm mountains staying. and through that That's desert. <laughs> Screw yeah. that. Nope, not gonna happen. Me and my guns are staying right here. <laughs> <laughs> and now, California is the birthplace of Silicon Valley and all this 3D, 3D printing, printing technology. <laughs> <laughs> no, it probably started in China because all of this <laughs> right, starts yeah. in China. Yeah, it all started. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They probably did start yeah. with it. But yeah, so uh, that's our tales. I hope you enjoyed this brief look into uh, the history uh, and how it relates... The history. (laughs) This brief look into history and how it relates to 3D printing and guns. Uh, I think it was a very interesting first episode. Yeah. I look forward to doing more. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so this has been Doomed to Repeat It. I'm Charlie. I'm Jesse. I'm Adam. And we are out of here.